top of the morning, people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so English. Yes, I am English. <laughs> um, I am not American. I am not... I can't remember anything else, so please forgive me. Um, so, your host today will be... Priyanka as Kababu. Squeak as Rehan. Nice. And what yes. are we talking about today? Today we'll, today I will be showing you some parent tips. You're going to be giving... New parent tips. So you're going to be giving people parenting tips. Both of us. I think we're going to be giving people anti-parenting tips. <laughs> so just do the opposite of what we say. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. But if you think that's probably. But advisable. if you think it's sensible, be free to do it. <laughs> but be free to also forget about it and do your own thing. Just do, do your, your own, own thing. thing. Yeah, do your own thing. Cue the music. Is the floor okay? I'm serious, mums. I really hurt it. And it feels like a mountain just stepped on it. Is it one toe or many toes? Just one toe. Are we going to have to go to the hospital? No. So we don't need to go see a doctor? Oh. And can you breathe? Yep. You'll be okay. Mm. So I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I see you've stopped wincing. Hmm. Okay, okay. I meant to ask you, hmm. where do parents learn how to be parents? Ouch! Is that a rep, mister? No, I was just curious. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear that evil giggle. Um, Many different ways, actually. So first of all, as soon as you find out you're pregnant everybody feels like they need to give you advice on how to be a good parent. So random strangers on trains and buses will come and give you advice. So there's a lot of advice floating around. Uh, of course, if you've grown up with parents around, then you learn a parenting style from seeing your parents. But there's also um, lots and lots of books and blogs that you can read, which kind of talk about how to be the best parent ever, etc. Uh, but I'll be honest, I didn't read too many of them. Well, why? Because you don't you need to read books to be smart? To <laughs> be a act smart nice? parent. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just when I was pregnant with you, like there was just so much advice floating around. And you didn't have a user manual, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, and it felt like. No, like reading a book would feel like reading a user manual because... But it's not actually this. It can be this. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be the same and it probably won't be the same because like your child might not have a leg. Your child might not have a hand. Yeah, I mean, it could be something as serious as that. But also uh, every child is born with, you know, their own personality and... I think more importantly, until you actually have a child, you don't know what sort of a parent you're going to be. So like, I didn't know what kind of a parent you're going to be. You're almost nine years old now. 
and I'm still trying to work out what sort of a parent I am. So I think it's a ever evolving thing. So I thought, actually, both dads and I thought, we'll just kind of go with the flow <laughs> and see what kind of parents we become <laughs> and what kind of a child you become. So we didn't really read a lot, uh, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. I, now that I'm saying this to you, I don't know how to feel about it. How, how do you think we did? Look at me. <laughs> you guys did great. <laughs> really? Do you really? Do you really mean that? Or are you just saying it for the podcast? I'm saying it for real life. You, you did great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I mean, not like you had a choice if we did poorly. Well, can you tell me an example of like a book that you could have read? You mean example of a book or example of things they say in a book? Like blogs or things inside. Like types of advice. So one of the things I remember from, uh, yeah, I remember is there would be a lot of talk about um, how to deal with your child crying. So there were lots of theories around um, some theories which said that you should let your child cry it out and, you know, figure it out. Some theories which said that you should never, ever, ever let your child cry. And as soon as they cry, you must reach there immediately and comfort them. Um, so, yeah, that was that was one thing that I read. And I don't like on that one. I don't I think I did something in the middle. Like for me, I think. One of the biggest things was, so I went back to work when full time, five days a week, when you were already only eight months old. Hmm. Uh, so you started going to daycare five days a week when you were eight months old. I went back to work because that's really a part of who I am. I really enjoy my job. So I just, I needed to keep doing both things and I felt like I could do both things. Um, so I, I went back to work and you've you've been quite independent and social ever since you were tiny. But when it was time for you to start school, on your first day of school, when I took you there uh, for nursery and I left you, it's the first time ever you were around four years old where you burst into tears when I said I'm going to leave. And I did not know what to do. Like, I, I was just, oh. I felt so bad. I think <laughs> my heart just broke seeing your little face and your big eyes and you were just so upset. And um, the teacher was really, really lovely. Uh, so she she said to me that he's going to be all right. It's fine. Just leave. It, it's going to take him five minutes and he'll be fine. Because you'll be having fun. Yeah. And I. it was really, really painful. But I did leave. And I remember I cried all the way back home while driving. And I was driving and I was trying to wipe my eyes and wipe my tears. It was quite sad. But... Uh, when I went back to pick you up at normal time, you had had so much fun the whole day. Like sandpit. Yeah, you had so much fun. You made, uh, you know, you, there were new boys that you were playing with and it was quite amazing. So we did that a few days and the first few days uh, in you know your first weeks of school, you were a bit uh, upset when we used to drop you in the morning, but we just stuck with it and, you know, we didn't give up. And I don't know if... I don't know. Uh, like sometimes I do feel <laughs> a bit guilty. Like maybe I should have been there more often. I don't know. But yeah, I think it's this whole mother's guilt thing. Every every mom has it. Like you're just constantly second guessing if you're good enough. But I don't know. I don't know. What would you do if you were in my place? If I was in your place, I would first 
when my kid was crying, I would, of course, check mm. what's happening. Mm. If he was not hurt and he was just like, I don't like this toy, mm. I would have first let him cry it out. Mm. If he cried for longer, I would have first said, um, why don't you like the toy? Mm. And then he'll start being confident talking to me about it. Mm. And then he'll start being confident talking to other people about it. And then he'll stop crying about it. And then probably he'll start be getting more independent and more brave. And So what would you do in this school scenario? So if you went to drop your kid at school and they were crying, would you still leave or I, would you hang around? I would be a bit heartbroken to see my child crying. Yeah. But of course I would leave mm-hmm. to firstly get to my job. Mm-hmm. And I would also leave to let him get independent. And I knew... Um, because I w- if I was in your place first, I would see like how good are they, how many stars, how many like how many kids how enjoyed, good is the yeah, exactly. and see the things like what parents said. So basically, you try to do all your research and make the best choices for your kid. And, and then- this was the like this was the best for you, wasn't it? Yes, it was one of the best. Yeah. And um, so I would have. Um, so you would do the same research, make the best choices. And then I would go away. I would, of course, be heartbroken in the car and I would be going there a bit heartbroken. Mm. But I knew after a few minutes he would be... He'd be fine. He or she would be, like, having so much fun and... Yeah, yeah. Jumping around. So there's this thing where... And I get it. I get it. So some parents will talk about, you know, why why do kids need to learn these things about being super confident and super, you know, independent, etc. From such a young age, they have their whole lives ahead of them to learn these key skills. How do you feel about that? Um, well, I I disagree with that because firstly, I think that they should straight away get into the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um secondly after so why do why do they need to straight away get into the game? They need to get into the game so that they start strong mm-hmm. and then become champions at it later. Okay. What does that mean? That means basically so let's say it's a um bar chart. Yeah. So let's say it's from I am one second, I just sorry, I have to say this. I Let's say it's a bar chart. You sound so grown up. I didn't even know you know bar charts. I do. Wow, my God. You're just like your mom and dad. We make so, bar charts all day. <laughs> okay. So firstly, it, so let's say it's in a 10-year period. Yeah. In the first year, my baby would be, like, I would hope my baby would be at least 20% of the way to being a champion at being really good at being brave you're gonna be a tiger parent aren't you a tiger parent not 20 let's say 15 um okay okay. and then the second year let's say 25 okay so basically you're saying starting from their first year just add 10 you start yeah you start building it up so and then at the end it'll be 100 percent. so they have they have enough time to slowly build on their skills and yeah, so by the time they're ready to take on the world, they're champions already. Yeah. It's like building a Lego. You're, you start from a few mixed blocks. up piece. You yeah. start from one piece mm-hmm. and then you become into like a huge yeah. piece. Yeah, but it's important to put that first piece in time. 
and you have to put every block yeah. in the right place uh-huh. at the right time yeah. and make sure the motor's running. Yeah, yeah. So would you also, would you, like, I, I know it's really, really uh, early days for you, but if you ever grow up and have kids, do you think you'll also be like a full-time working parent or would you rather take some time off in the initial years to, you know, maybe for the first five or ten years or something like that to take care of your child? I would five to ten. Hmm. I mean, it, like, would you take would you take a break from I'll the take, career? I'll take full time. Hmm. I'll take full time job because first, um, I would need, I would need um to um like you would need to get money, won't you? Yeah, you need a lot of money to raise a kid. It's true. Because if you don't have enough money, you probably won't be able to get food, hmm. and then if you don't get food your kid will get very ill yeah. and your kid can die. Yeah. And then you can famish and die. Mm. But um, I would leave them so they can get more social and have friends mm. and be independent without me. Yeah. So they're more independent. Like, if they get lost, they're more independent to tell the police that where they live. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Agreed. And it, I wouldn't want to destroy my play because... Your there's play? Yeah. What do you mean? Explain that. So, for, it would be playing many roles, because you play many roles, like for you, it would mm-hmm. be you're a mom, you're a daughter, you are friends, you're a boss, mm-hmm. and that keeps you happy Yeah. going through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you're not happy, your child's not going to be happy. Yeah. And if you're happy, your child's going to be happy, because mm-hmm. it's the same feelings. Exactly. Yeah, like you can't make others happy if you yourself are feeling sad and low. Yeah. Yeah. So is that why you would... That's why I would be a full-time parent. Full-time working parent. So you'd hold on to all your roles, basically, because that would make you happiest. Okay. And my last question for you is, even though you started with the first question, I'll end with the last one. Do you have any advice for new parents? Um, first, I would say don't read too many books because, firstly, it's not like it's going to be the same baby. <laughs> yeah. And you need to also keep sure that you don't get planned because it might be a totally different baby that you think it is. Yeah. And then you have to replan after. <laughs> so yeah. just let... That's your estimate. I would think before, if in the nine months of get, having your being pregnant, I would think at least read 12 to 15 books. That's a lot of books to read. No, like small bits. Why are we reading books? I thought you just said your Blogs. advice is don't read books. Don't read too many books. Okay, so read some books so you know how to keep a baby alive. Yeah. Okay. And um, good luck with the nappies. <laughs> Good luck with the nappies. Okay. That was great. Uh, Thank you for some amazing parenting tips. Thank you. And have a nice day. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, if you liked the episode, don't forget to tune in every Thursday for a new episode. Woohoo. Woohoo. And if you're enjoying what you're listening to, we hope you're sharing and liking and telling all your friends about us as well. Following. And following us as well. Where can they follow us, Rehan? Instagram. At Kabubble and Squeak. YouTube. Kabubble and Squeak. And you can also find us on all other regular podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and... 
Spotify. Look for us there as Kababble and Squeak. You can also email us at kababblesqueak at gmail.com. What do we want in our emails? Fan whale. Fan whale? Fan mail. <laughs> fan mails. No hate mails, please. Only fan mails. Tell us fan how much. Fan whales. We need fan whales. <laughs> Tell us how much you love us. Uh, send in some requests, maybe. Do we want requests? We can have requests. What are we going to do with them? Um, we will happily talk about them. Happily? Lily? I don't know if I'll happily talk about everything that's requested. So you're going to glumly look at requests? Well, we'll As see. We'll see. In, in, in any case, uh, we hope you write to us. We cannot wait to hear what you're thinking. And we will lovingly <laughs> do your requests. On that note, you've heard it thanks for hanging with us, guys. And see thanks. you next time. See Bye. You.